Using actuarial science tables downloaded from Blue Cross Blue Shield site, calculated RAID mortality rates versus res sickness repair costs. Worst loot ever. Oh my god, that was a total rim job, Codex. Didn't come to my house, knew that ever she launched their finger. What? I cracked the windows. Help me, Codex One. You're my only hope. Women. Can't live with them? They will not go out with me. Hey, Guildies, it's time for another episode of Knights of the Guild Podcast. This is episode number 55. I'm back with another interview with a cast member. Today I'll be talking with Sandeep Parikh, who played Zabu on the Guild. We'll be discussing the 10th year anniversary of the Guild, what he's been up to since the Guild ended, and projects he's currently working on. Just a reminder, this interview was done last summer. This was a lot of fun because Sandeep and I, our schedules are extremely busy, and we couldn't find time to sit down and interview. So we made several attempts, didn't work out. Finally, I just went down to his studio where he was working on his most current project, and we went and grabbed some dinner on some little cafe on Sunset Boulevard with traffic and noise and people walking by and stopping us. And it was it was a it was a really interesting record session, and you you'll, you'll get it all. You know, it's inevitable because people come up and stop you or talk to you or then the waitress comes by. And you'll hear all this. We're also eating food. Hopefully that doesn't annoy some people. I tried to take some of the sound down, but, you know, it's bound to happen. You're going to hear us eating as we're talking as well and doing the interview. But uh, this was a really fun interview. It was great to catch up with him. I hadn't seen him since the end of the Guild. So it's been it's been a while since we actually got to hang out and chat. And, you know, like with the other cast members, it's like no time has passed at all. You know, you're you're still connected to them. You still have that amazing show that that connects all of us. And it was really fun to, to kind of catch up and see uh, what he's been up to the past few years since the Guild ended. So um, go ahead and take a listen to this interview with Sandeep. Hey guys, I am here with the one and only Sandeep. Uh, welcome. Thank you. We are sitting in a cafe uh, on Sunset Out, Boulevard. Outside of a cafe. Yeah, outside of the cafe. Yeah, so there will be cars and people and waitresses and things like that. So be prepared. It's like we're in the, you know, you're like, you're like, it's like you're hanging out with us. That's right. On a so patio. We're having dinner and chatting. Uh, well, first of all, congratulations. Ten years of the guild. Thank you. Can you believe it? I, it turns out the sun keeps, <laughs> go, you know, burning and the earth keeps rotating around it. Yep. So, yeah, we're cool. here we are. Uh, all right, so let's, we might as well jump right into this. Let's jump in. Uh, how did you get the role of Zabu? Kenny, you know all this. No, no, come on. Tell oh, it's for your listeners. listeners. we got new listeners. <laughs> Remember, this is 10 years. These 10 pe- years, yeah. People all, weren't even born yet. I've forgotten. Um, so Felicia Day uh, and I and Jeff Lewis, we all do improv together. We did improv at this theater called The Empty Stage. Which no longer exists, but uh, we still exist. So we, um, you know, just became friends, really. And she wrote the role for me. And uh, the story goes that I, at the time, I really wasn't an actor. Like I wasn't trying to be an actor. I yeah. was just trying to do. Im- I was doing improv because uh, I wanted. You know, I was out here to be a writer and a director. And I figured, well, I should suffer what an actor suffers so that I could write for them and better, direct yeah. for them. You'd be a better writer and better director. Yeah. It seemed foolish to tell an actor what to do 
not having acted at yeah. all. So I was like, okay, improv is kind of a way to do it, and but you know, it's like a, it's more like an exercise, you know, a way to exercise your brain than it was, like I said, an ends, you know, or means to an end in terms of being an actual actor. But Felicia felt like uh, apparently I could act. I don't know why. And I, and I said to her, I was like, I don't think you. I don't think you want me to do this. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, you're an actor. You can do this. And I was like, okay, well, if Felicia tells you that you're an actor, then I think you're an actor. You're an actor. That's probably the only way you can become an actor. Is that's if, right. Is if Felicia Day Get tells you. A stamp of approval. That's, that's the only yes. way. Yes. No IMD credit, IMDB <laughs> credit in the world. Well, yeah. I'll match a Felicia Day stamp. Now, you did six seasons of The Guild. We did. Uh, what was the difference between the first season and then every season after that? Because the first one was like gorilla. It was gorilla. It was bare bones. It was um, really just for fun. Uh, you know, I'm, I think Felicia and Kim had grand visions for it, but I think even they, their expectations were probably uh, surpassed with the success of the show. It really was. Uh, you know, Felicia wanted to make something. We were, we were like run. I, I was just part of this sort of filmmaking scene of just running and gunning this Channel One Hundred One type era of just shooting your own stuff and putting it out there yeah um Felicia did The Legend of Neil with me which is a show that I created and she actually did it was actually a show before The Legend of Neil it was called The Blood Oath of Three Men and a Baby really yeah Yeah. that Felicia for some reason said yes to doing (laughs) it was a crazy role it was about the characters from Three Men and a Baby it was about the actors making a blood pact to always help each other out when they're in need. So Tom Selleck and... And, Jeff, uh, uh, and uh, Steve Goldberg. St- Steve, uh, yeah, Gutenberg. Gutenberg. That's the Goots. Yes. The Goots. And uh, Sam from Cheers. Ted Danson. Ted Danson, yeah. Uh, uh, and so, anyway, whatever. And so Felicia played this, like, this uh, sort of villainous character in it. Um, it was absolutely, Is it absolutely out? insane. You I've can never find, seen if it. If you go to channel101.com, you will see... Uh, Felicia Day eating a child. All right, I gotta know because <laughs> I've never heard of this before in all of our talks. We've never talked about this. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I like to say that that inspired her to make the guild. <laughs> <laughs> I have I had a feeling that it only inspired her in the sense of like, hey, these guys are making this stupid shit. I can do like, it too. I can do it way better. <laughs> so I'm gonna write this thing that's really funny and cool. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, so she cast me in the guild, and uh, yeah. So each successive season was. Uh, you know, um, a, a little bit more money, more notoriety. It was just more resources in the sense. It wasn't necessarily just more money resources. It was human resources, you know, yeah. with the Guild of Extras coming on board in season two. And so it was just people knew about it. People cared about it. They were dropping money into, I think we, didn't we have a, yeah, we had like a, a way to donate somehow. Early on you did. Yeah, we had a way to donate. First season. Yep. Yeah. Just, uh, like pay- I don't know if it was PayPal. I can't remember exactly the mechanism now, yeah. but it was something where just people could just throw throw cash at us. And, and that's right. We would wait. We would just wait yeah. until we had enough to shoot for a weekend, and we yep. try to bust out like an episode and a half or two. You know, yep. finish up an episode that we didn't quite, quite get done, and then yeah. start something new, kind of thing. Um, and we, so that's why we were, we were releasing every like six, you know three months <laughs> or something. Maybe it was every two months. I don't know. Anyway, um, and then Microsoft came along. Because we had gotten really successful online, you know, yeah. started to have extra zeros at the end of our view counts. Yeah. And Microsoft was like, "I want, we want that." And Felicia amazingly was able to retain the rights of the show. And yeah, she made uh, an not, amazing deal. Yeah, amazing. Well, just she was really stubbornly 
brilliant. Yeah. You know, not, I'm not going to give it up for for peanuts, which those peanuts at a time at the time look delicious. <laughs> like, when you're starving, peanuts are really yeah. that like are awesome. Yeah. And she was really like, no, this is bigger than that, so I'm going to hang on to the rights, and that was really cool, smart of her, and let her do what she wanted with it, you know. Um, so yeah, by the time we got to six, season six. Uh, let the, it was, let the helicopter pass by us. We got we had helicopters. <laughs> That's my helicopter. Just hey guys. That was our budget right, right there for season six. Helicopter. Not right now. <laughs> I'm still in this interview. <laughs> they picked me up like Batman. Uh huh. In uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> Just throw a ladder down and I. That's it. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Guild. <laughs> uh, okay, so what was I saying? Season six. Season six. Oh yeah, you know. Well, we had by the time we got to season six, we're talking like a dragon, you know, <laughs> inside a, a, a big office space with like a whole second cast, really, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, season five was probably even bigger in some ways than season six in terms of just like sheer volume, and it was at a convention and yeah. hundreds of extras and yeah. lots and lots of guest stars, and you know, we we, de- we at no time were we ever making TV money. Yeah. But we were making better money, you know, yeah. able to actually pay rent and stuff. Which so. is good. It was great. Now, when you were making The Guild for the first time, season one, did you know it was going to be something big? No, I, I, I didn't know. I did not know. Nope. Um, it was, uh, to me, it was just fun and um, a way to play with my friends and use my... So they, they borrowed my cameras for season one, which was I was happy to land. It was just like, just to me, it was just more helping each other out to make stuff and kind of, you know, another egg in the basket yeah. that you can count later on um, when they hatch. And this one hatched. You know, it just you, you never really know. I, I always love the script, but you know, you just have no idea. Yeah, like what, it's what like what will hit and it's, won't, and and what how it will be executed and whether it will be executed well. You had we had no, I had no idea. You yeah. Know? So, um, and we didn't know if we'd work together super well. I mean, I knew I'd work together with Felicia and Jeff well, yeah. but I had no idea about Robin and Vince and Amy and how great they would be and that we'd all like gel and that it just, I think it was also very much right place at the right time in terms of the zeitgeist. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Now, when did you realize it was a hit? Do you remember, was there a specific moment where you just... Yeah, I mean, a couple moments, I think... I mean, well, first of all, just seeing on YouTube, like, the hundreds and thousands of comments, you know, then you're like, oh, okay, wow, people are really responding. The, the moment that I felt like it was a hit, I guess you could say, was we were invited to South by Southwest. I think this was after season two. Um, I don't remember the exact timeline, but it was the first convention I had ever really been to, at, not as a fan, but as a invited guest. Yeah. And um, I just remember walking down the street. And this person, like, be it, like, freaky, like, you know, they, they, their eyes lit up and, you know, and they were like, oh, my God. And they, like, high-fived both of us. And they yeah. were like, Zabu. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I, like, I tell this story a lot, but, like, it, it really did strike me that I, I <laughs> genuinely, this is the thought that went through my head. It was, I can't believe that guy was able to recognize me amongst any other Indian person. Like, I really thought, I was like, I was very self-racist, you know, I was like. I was like, I guess we all don't look alike. That's amazing. <laughs> I heard a voice and I was like, I'm doing a podcast. Are recording? Sorry, yeah, it's okay, but we're going to have anyone. You're asking for it. I'm down for that volleyball league. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. It's really our fault. 
Yes. Andy Bolt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you then. So yeah. that was the first time someone recognized you on the street. <laughs> yeah. And just and then by there, your character that name. That was so funny that she came by right then. Yeah, that was the, that was the first time. And it was such a weird... Uh, it was just such a weird thing. It just didn't like occur to me that that was possible, and uh, you know, and I really, I remember having this like long discussion with I can't remember who now, but about like our like facial recognition abilities as humans, you yeah. know, and how like specific it is, and how because like it just it just really blew my mind that someone could see my face and be like and, and, knew, like, exactly. and, and knew it. I just it just was a weird, yeah, and cool. That's cool. And I was like, oh, okay, we're onto something. Yeah. Now. The reaction to date my avatar was huge. Yeah, did you expect it was. that? No, nope. Even after, I mean, cause the guild was starting to get popular because this was yeah, in between two was, and three. Right. It was just so cool how uh, each sort of successive thing that happened to the show was all very, uh, very diverse, and kept uh, injecting us with a an onslaught of new fans. Mm-hmm. Like it was really like. Oh, Microsoft put us on Xbox, yeah. and suddenly that's where we're distributing. All you get, all of a sudden, we got all these like Xbox fans, and then it goes on Netflix, and then yeah. Netflix fans, and then we d- date my avatar was like, you know, a viral music video that yeah. people were like, oh, there's a show behind this, you yeah. know, like that was it was so clever. I think the ways that the show really, um, like, uh, and and Felicia and Cam and the whole everybody really like put our heads together and like how we could get the show out there, yeah, and. Uh, and I think Date My Avatar was was also a marriage between um, uh, J- uh, Jed Whedon and, and, and Marissa Tancherowen, yeah. and like you know them doing Doctor Horrible, and they're these great like songwriters and musicians. And then I think you know Felicia was like, let's do this song together, yeah. and that that was like also very special. Foods here. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Do you need this is no, I'm so good. Thank you. Much food. <laughs> that is huge. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to have a snack, and then they brought me, you have like, a small salad. It's really big, guys. The biggest chicken <laughs> ever, and all the sprouts. All of them. Anyway. So, yeah. So, now let's talk about Game On, because that was the second music video. Yeah. And you were more involved with that one. Well, so we made Date My Avatar, and I was like, like pretty much, I don't know if it was like when it exploded or what, or what. I think when I heard the music, honestly, that's when I thought I, I knew. I, I, that's when I knew it was gonna be big. Was like, I heard the actual recording. Yeah. And how good musically it was. Like, yeah. And when I left the record, I was just I, I couldn't stop singing it in my head, and I was like, oh shit, this, yeah, is, this is it. This is gonna get this is gonna get real sticky in everybody's brains. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of before it actually released, and I remember saying to Felicia at one point, I was like, we got to do a Bollywood thing. I mean, like. Right, I'm Indian. Like, let's just do, <laughs> like, let's take advantage of what, everything we got. Let's do a Bollywood thing, and yeah. she was all about it. And um, it, well, it was sort of like she was like, yeah. And then you know, a million other things happened. And mm-hmm. then like a couple years later, I think Kim and and Sean were like, hey, we want to, because I think they wanted to direct something. And they were like, hey, do you mind if we direct that Bollywood idea of yours? And I was like, uh, yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah. And then I wrote it with Felicia, which was really cool. To uh, did you write music or did you just write? I wrote the, the lyrics. The lyrics. The music was J- was Jason Jason Charles Miller. Mm-hmm. The music, yeah, and uh, yes, that was fun. A fun collaboration with Jason, and um, it was also a blast to you know we got like all the outfits from my 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 sister in law's old dance teacher from New Hampshire. 
and she had all these outfits and we like shipped them out here and so it was just like cool to kind of like bring my world into you know like my home world and my cultural world into the guild excuse us we gotta eat too you gotta at eat. the same time so. see doesn't it feel like you're here <laughs> you guys are here you want some you want some he, got, he has plenty I have so many sprouts you guys want sprouts <laughs> no okay that's on you um now, I've asked this of other cast members, and they always have a hard time answering it, but... Oh, good. Now it's a challenge. Let's see if I can do it. Um, Who do you hate the most? Oh, I can do that real quick. Amy. Aww. Just kidding. She's so fun to pick on, though. Uh, which season is your favorite? Um, and why? So, not super hard to answer, okay. I don't think. Uh, season, so I, I mean, yeah, okay, I have two answers, so maybe it is hard to answer. But one, season five was epic and just like yes, that tends to be. I mean, it's just like it's, it's yeah, it's kind of I think everybody's favorites. I mean, it was just fun to be working with these like big, you know, yeah. I mean, how can the the how can the season where I worked with Stanley and Neil Gaiman and Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. Hercules, the creator of everything I've ever cared about in comics, and you know, the most incredible writer mm-hmm. uh, in sci-fi history, really, one of them, or graphic novel. I don't know. How do you dark, dark fantasy? Author? I mean, yeah. Author, I mean, it's like it was unreal. You know, it's just like it, it, yeah, it just was very strange and awesome. So it was epic in that sense, and and and, and like. Zabu's kind of quest in that one was just super fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was just like becoming this. Yeah, but that's when you, evil... you and uh, Codex realize you're not a match, right? And 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 I love that too because it was less. It it didn't have much to do with our romance. It was it was so much more about like just Zabu going overboard and becoming this, uh, you know, insane hmm. kind of crazed character. You know this. Mega maniacal. Yeah, that's a word. It is a word. Yeah, it was. It, it was a fun place to take that character because he's not a very egotistical character. If you think about it, he's he's kind of he's like selfless in his in his stalkerdom. <laughs> you know, he's like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a like, sweet stalker. He's like a really sweet stalker who yeah. really cares about you know when your uh, when your cycle is and <laughs> your health and your medical I records. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he knows too much, but he does use it for good. And so it was fun to see him like go to a bad place, kind of. And yeah. Anyway, so so that's that's up there, and then and then season one is just that special. It's like you'll never, you know, you yeah. just never forget the the charm the of time. the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. I agree. <laughs> now, if you could play one of the other characters, <laughs> male or female, which one would it be? Um, all the guild characters. Man. Well, wow! What a, this is a harder question to answer. What a t- it's such a testament to how diverse those characters are and how well written they are and mm-hmm. how well fleshed out they are. That it's like, man, I ought to have fun playing like literally all of them. I can't think of like, I mean, I want to say Robin's character, you know, just because ah, she's so fun. She's so like <laughs> optimistic and neglectful and crazy and crazy and um, I mean Jeff is. You know, only but it's, it's so it's like only they could play those characters too. It's like I don't know, you know, I can't imagine anybody else playing yeah. Vork or Tank or anybody really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, 
there's a world in which I wish I was an Asian stunt guy. So I guess <laughs> for, I guess Fernie's character would be really cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Does that answer the question? Good enough. It does. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think of the Guild fans? Hate them. All of them. Yeah. Pretty sure no. That's what you would say. Yeah. That's what you're going to leave in, too. They're the worst. That's right. That's all I'm leaving. I'm going to cut everything else you say now Ugh. out. They're the worst. Is there anybody out there that's like, I hate my fans? <laughs> I mean, there probably is. Like, yeah, um, but the, Does J.D. Salinger hate his fans? Is that why he lives? Yes, that's it. Nobody hates our fans. I mean, even he's like, probably like... Yeah, but Guild fans always felt like they were a step above. Yeah, they were the, they're the best fans. I mean, and then we have Guild Extras that came out of that. Mm-hmm. Everything's awesome. very good. Thank you. Thank you. You're a waitress, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like, I think that... I mean, Guild fans are just... Well, they're... They're gamer fans, so you know they're going to have a certain level of commitment. I think if you're a gamer, yeah. in general, you're committing to something kind of... Especially a WoW gamer or, you know, any sort of MMO... Like you're, you're long term committed mm-hmm. to things, and and in general, like detail oriented into the details, into into exploring a world, you know. And I think the guild sort of provided for that too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think our fans are unique in that way that they like really are into. Even our non fans are fans. There's a great story. I don't know if anybody else has told you this story, but there's a great story. We were in Houston, Texas for a. Uh, for a convention and um, there's one guy it was like so there was like kind of nobody there and this guy kept kept coming up to our table but he was like kept scoffing as he walked by <laughs> and uh, we're just sitting there like what is the deal with this we're like hey guy hey what's the deal do you know this show or yeah. do, you, do you like why do you keep scoffing at us and he was like oh I know the guild oh I know and I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, your show is a mess. I don't like it. And he was like, started going off. He's like, here's why I don't like it. Season three, episode two, blah, blah, blah. And he like knew everything about it. And he's like, it's not consistent that you would call this, you know, that you would have this weapon at this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and so wow. we're just kind of like cracking up at like how much he hated and knew our show. <laughs> and then clearly watched it many, many times. Mm-hmm. And in the end, and the, we did not do well at this convention in terms of like sales, because you know, you, you're out there, you're like kind of shilling stuff. You're mm-hmm. selling like DVDs or whatever. And like, he comes in at the end, at the end of the convention, and he's like, okay, I'll buy. But he basically bought one of everything. <laughs> and he's like, it's for my mom. She loves the show. And we're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I had not heard that story before. It's a good, yeah, it's probably fine. But anyway, yeah, our, our fans are amazing. In every regard. Cool. Now, if you can go back and change one aspect of Zabu, would you, and what would it be? <laughs> well, hmm. So I, I think that Zabu had the, I think he had the absolute most interesting story arc of all the characters. He in cha- my opinion. He changed the most. He changed the most. The entire yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. He evolved might the be most. a close second, but. I yeah. Think. Yes, he definitely. I just the loved list. like how much he grew and how much he had to tackle every season. It really is something to sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. Quite like that steak in your mouth. <laughs> just to bring it back to that, uh, man, that's, is it good stick? It's looks, really good. Looks yeah. good. It's really yeah, good. It looks yeah, bloody and wow. You, never, you don't expect that from like a it's cafe. From a cafe, I know. This chicken is bomb. Not bloody. <laughs> um, okay. 
you know, I don't know if I would change much about him. I mean, would you like to like, know more about him? I mean, we we learned quite a bit, quite about a bit him. about him. Yeah, I a little bit feel like, you know. It was interesting. Like, I think the storyline for episode six for him was cool, but I also felt like it was a regression for his growth a little mm. bit. You know, like he went back yeah. to being kind of a bit more more obsessive. But then you could argue that, you know, people change and then they also don't. You know, and they like will stumble on their old mm-hmm. stumbling blocks. That's true. Over and over again. So I don't. And it, it certainly was a super fun. You know thing to play with iJustine in-game and mm-hmm. be able to t- pair it up with Amy. And so, like, I'm not really knocking. It was, like, a cool exploration. I wish... I feel like, you know, if there was a season seven or whatever, there could be more... Maybe more resolve for him yeah. specifically. But, like, whatever. Like, it's still great. Yeah. You know, like, a, it's hard I'm, to I'm, I'm really five. splitting hairs. Because season five was the echelon of one of the better... And to have six, I mean, it felt like a whole new story. It was. I mean, it I was. Mean, it went off in a whole new direction. It went, yeah. And like the beginning of another section of you know, yes. the guild. Yes. But I, I don't know. I feel like you can argue that every season w- took, I mean, maybe not three to four. But, yeah. With the access. But like certainly one to two to three yeah. were all very different. Yeah, that's true. And then five. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Six had a kind of like a little bit of a reboot feel in the sense that you had all these new characters, you had all these new... It's like new universe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what did you think when you heard that the Smithsonian wanted guild items for their uh, exhibition? I was like, who is this guy? This Mr. (laughs) Smithsonian. And what does he want with our stuff? How dare he? No, I was... And I assume it was a he. What an ass. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. Sexist. (laughs) Yeah. Because nothing about... (laughs) And nothing about American history is sexist. Um, <laughs> no, I was over the moon. I mean, I thought it was literally the most, like, like I couldn't think of a more exciting, like, reward or badge of approval, mm-hmm. you know, than being, I mean, what do you think about? You think about, like, hey, maybe the Emmys will have a category for us and we'll get yeah. Emmy. Like, like, that's, like, the pinnacle, you know, and then you never think, oh, no, in the pantheon of American history, it won, you know, be, we're going to yeah. be recorded. Like, that, that was just not <laughs> on the it's so crazy. table. Yeah. So, such a, it's like, you know, might as well give us a Nobel Prize, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, we're going to attach the Saturn satellite? <laughs> the guild compendium. Right. <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> so crazy yeah. uh, it's really cool and you know I, I, I'm I'm so happy for for Felicia and for uh, and for Greg you know yeah. to have his his uh, Greg Aronowitz our production his designer his staff and um, yeah it's, it's it's really an honor That's it's cool. cool yeah very cool I know you've been really busy yeah since, since the guild ended mm-hmm why don't we start going through some of the things that have been happening the past few years and the way you're currently working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sorry, you got married. That was, like, huge, man. <laughs> that is huge, yes. That was, um, Probably a big moment in your life is marriage. Best day of my life was my wedding. It was, uh, and I say that unironically, it really was the best day of my life. And, um, yeah, I love being married. It's really phenomenal. It's, uh, I, I don't know how to ex- describe it other than I feel like I have double the power. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like my ring is a ring of power 
Uh, I feel like my wife is uh, such a great... I really feel like she's sort of like an extension. We're, we're extensions of each other, you mm-hmm. know? Like we're... I, I, lo- I love having... Uh, you know, we go to a party and I, and she's talking. She's so outgoing, and and so I just love like we'll, we'll we'll like separate and circle around the party and interact with all these people. And I feel like we're sort of em, em, you know ambassadors for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know? cool. It's awesome. I love That's it. Neat. I love I love being married. Uh, and it was a big like project. It was a big thing. I mean, I don't know how much time we have. It's a whole you know <laughs> it was a whole saga. In in, in in many ways the best ways and in, and and also some of the hardest stuff our families are very different so we had some like christian hindu kind of Ooh, stuff going you. on yeah little uh you know montague capulet style wow. uh it, it, you know so there was a lot of drama in there which was also cool mm-hmm. um <laughs> and uh, yeah it was it was pretty pretty amazing i feel more i feel like a more enlightened human being since finding my wife that's awesome and a lot of things have clicked too like career wise because of I think in some ways because of that mm-hmm. you know things settle for you you like you're not like expending all this energy trying to hook up with everything with a vagina you know what I mean <laughs> oh, yeah, or or whatever you're into that's right whatever hole you desire is that, is that too f- or is this I don't know how to get out of this I, I, I'm in a s- real spiral and I was just talking about being enlightened <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> working on lots of projects. Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> Talking about holes. Remember when I was saying, remember I was saying how like characters change and evolve and then they also don't? <laughs> well, there's an example of that. <laughs> so yeah, you had uh, The Legend of Neil, which rang, mm-hmm. coincided, it coincided with the guild. It did. Pretty much the entire run. Yeah, pretty much. We did three seasons of Neil. Yeah. So half, but um, it took me just as long. <laughs> I mean, our show was Legend Neil was crazy. It was, it was fun. VFX heavy madness, yeah. and it was uh, it was fun. The final episode had three hundred and fifty visual effects shots. I mean, wow. it was it was nuts. It was it was awesome. I hope um, if there's any li- listeners out there that haven't seen it, if you can find it online, go ca- definitely check it <laughs> out. Check it out. Yeah. Yes, it was really a ba- the, our baby. Yeah. And then since then, I did Save the Supers, which is a show that you can find right. on YouTube, like the Justice League meets The Office. And then I did, uh, and by I did, I mean I sort of directed, either wrote or co-wrote, and executive produced, and Real, House, Real Housewives of Horror, which mm-hmm. probably got a lot less visibility, but I really love it. Um, Nerdist produced it, and uh, that was with Bria Grant. Who was in Dexter and a whole bunch of other things, and a, and, a, and a just an awesome cast, Brooke Sagan, and uh, a lot of fun uh, cameos, Anna Kana, and uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And then uh, now I'm working on, oh, also Game Off, which is this animated series uh, that I did with Nerdist as well, which is about two Goombas from Mario and what they talk about in the moments before they get killed every right. episode. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. A bunch of Nerdist stuff kind of got cool. buried, to be honest, yeah. and uh, and I think they're really fun. I mean. It's kind of, that was a topical show, so it might be a little weird because it was literally like they would talk about Jason Collins, the first you know gay NBA player, and they mm. would just like chat about being the first gay Goombas or something like gotcha. that. Like, yeah. and it was just like you know, it's a super fun challenge to create an animated series week after week. And um, anyway, and so now I'm on a show called uh, That Moment When. Oh, and I guess I should mention that I did a bunch of 
little acting things here and there on the crazy ones with Robin Williams and uh, That's right. I was on an episode of New Girl and mm-hmm. uh, now I write on Nickelodeon show as well. So the show called Glitch Text, which is coming out in 2018, um, really really cool show. It's it's kind of the reverse Legend of Neil. It's uh, about it takes place sort of in the kind of near futureish world, um, and uh, it's it's basically video game glitches coming to life. Coming to life, yeah. And this, like, team of sort of Best Buy Geek Squad uh, nerdy kids who have to defeat them and then, like, wipe everybody's memory to save face for the company. And so they don't get any, like, credit. So there's almost like a Ghostbusters kind of quality to it. That's cool. Super fun show. Um, And then I'm directing an interactive sitcom called That Moment When, which stars Moana Vintrube, who is Squirrel Girl. Gonna be big. She's she's blowing the f up. I mean, she was the AT and T girl. So you if you remember, roommate. and she's my former former intern and former roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I saw the AT and T girl in my show, I'm like, oh, that's some deep roommate. The student has become be. the master. <laughs> she's a genius, and her career is exploding. And so, yes, that moment when is about Moana's character Jill, and um, essentially she gets put in awkward moment after awkward moment, and you, the user, have to navigate her through it. And so. She'll be successful or unsuccessful depending on how you how you do it. That's so cool. every episode is like that moment when you have to ask your parents for money. Yeah. That moment when you can't remember a guy's name at a party, but he totally remembers you. Yeah, it's pretty 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 fun and has been an insane challenge putting it together. But that will be out on, I believe it's going to be out on Facebook actually, and it's created by this company called Echo. It's a new company. Follow me on Twitter. You'll find out all about it. That's right. How can people follow you? <laughs> oh my god, I almost snarfed balsamic vinegar. Um, All over my microphone. Mm-hmm. At Sunday Parikh. If you can spell it, then you can follow me. I'll have it's a, a challenge. I'll have a, I'll have a link in our show notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because you'll know. It took me forever to learn how to spell it. So. I know. I should change my name to S Night Chamalan. Uh, <laughs> Well, you kind of look like him. That's what they all say. <laughs> I look like them all. <laughs> You're the one guy that can't tell us apart. Great. Sort of undercuts the story I was telling earlier. You son of a bitch. Put that meat back in your mouth, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But it's at Sunny Perigo on everything. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter. I'm not on Snapchat, but I probably should be. It should be, yeah. I don't understand it either, but... <laughs> I don't get it. I, kids. I, I, no, actually, I am on Snapchat, but I don't know how to use it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever use it. Yep. All right, well, um, I think this is it. That's We're it? Done. No more oh, questions. We did it. Yeah, and I'm done eating. You're still eating. I'm still eating. Sorry, I'm going to take it home. It's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, thank you so much for Helicopter! Taking, taking time <laughs> to chat with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sandeep's helicopter will be coming soon, mm-hmm. so I got to let him go so he can be oh, whisked off to mm-hmm. his... Uh, I don't know, magical life. Yeah, a magical life. Or a wife. The magical who's wife. sick back oh, at home. That's beautiful. <laughs> she is sick right now, but yeah, she is also magical. Yes. I have to bring her some Omana. There you go. I don't know what that is, but. You don't know what Omana is? Mm-mm. Umana? Mana. Mana. Oh, Mana, yes, okay. Yeah. I was Sorry, like, wait. I didn't quite get that, yes. It's magic. <laughs> yeah. The cards. You yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I almost really. <laughs> I, I just had like a whole new. I was like, who is Kenny? <laughs> If not a total nerd. Um, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Thank, thank you. 
thank you so much. Yeah, it was for, my pleasure. Uh, chatting with me. It was great to see you again, man. Yeah, good to see you. And um, yep. sure, we'll be back for what, the 20th anniversary? Yeah. Sure. I plan on still being alive. Okay. Well, I'm hoping I'm alive. And you're looking fit, buddy. Minutes, I know. I think you're going to be fine. Let's hope so. All right. <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. It was a lot of fun. As I said, uh, hopefully, you know, the sound wasn't too distracting. Uh, I did the best I could with editing it, but I think it turned out pretty good. And I still have a few more interviews. Uh, These are coming out slower than I had hoped, but I am getting them out. And hopefully you guys are enjoying them. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Knights of the Guild. Until next time, take care. You can find Knights of the Guild podcast all over social media. If you want to email us, you can email us at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. We have our main website, which is knightsoftheguild.com. There you can find show notes and any information that's discussed during the interviews. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Knights of Guild. And find us on Facebook. Just search for Knights of the Guild Podcast. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Knights of the Guild Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no-derivative, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved.